Jumbo out here by the alaikum to each and every one of you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> and a happy new year to all of you. We are glad to be, we are glad to exist, for we are glad to see another glorious year. 2022 is going to be a blessing for you. I don't mean to sound like a Dr. Seuss nursery rhyme, but you got a reason to be happy, to be blessed, be happy. Beloved, welcome to another spiritual fulfilled episode of Spiritual Vitamins. I am your brilliant teacher, the chosen one. Beloved, let me ask you this question. 2022, what do you hope for it to be for you? What do you hope for 2022 to be for you? What are the things you are hoping that Allah blesses you with? That God gives you to have for another day, another year, another month. Because let me explain this to you. Life can be whatever you choose for it to be. Whether it can be good or bad. It's all depending on what you decide for life to be. It's all up to you. You make that choice. Beloved, let me ask you this question. Out of all the most important things in life, what are the most top 10 important things to you? You see, today, beloved, I want us to discuss something that that honestly, you know, Allah has put on my heart to, to say to each and every one of you. And let me tell you this. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You can't go around expecting blessings to come your way and you're mistreating others. You can't go around expecting blessings to come your way and you're not doing right. You can't go around expecting blessings to come your way. Beloved, I'm getting started. You can't expect blessings to come your way and yet you're sitting there blocking other people's blessings. See, here we go. Listen, beloved, I am only a voice for the voiceless. I am a voice in the darkness. I am the one Allah has chosen to be his instrument of his understanding, of his knowledge and his praise. I'm just a humble man-making fisherman of men. That's all I am. I go through problems just like everybody else. But understand this, beloved, when I say this, hear me, hear me when I say this. There are some things in life that are just, you don't just decide not to do. You have to do them a certain way. 
There's principles. Today, beloved, I would like to ask you guys, how would you feel? And just, and I know I've asked a lot of questions thus far, but I have these lined up for a reason. Now, the reason I asked you your top 10 things that matter to you, if one of those things you said was family, how would you feel if that family member introduced someone new to the family and you didn't even get to know them? You don't even know them. You know nothing about them. This person has never even had an interactive moment with you, nor even a conversation, nor even a sit down, not even a how do you do the hallelujah to you at all, period. Never broke bread with you, never sat from the cross of the table from you, but yet this person just brings this person into the family and doesn't even, this person doesn't even know who you are. Is that the correct thing to do? Today, beloved, I would like to talk to you guys about something that is very near and dear to my heart that I have talked about extensively. An ally has truly chosen me to be the correct instrument of doing this right. Let me explain this to you guys. There is a right and a wrong way to do marriage. Okay? The Bible talks extensively about how God will bless a marriage, a rightful marriage, a marriage that is under God. He will bless a marriage that is under his suitful word. But those marriages that are not under God, that are sinful marriages, that are marriages just built out of just the basic necessity of, I don't want to be alone. God doesn't bless those marriages. Now see, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me explain this. Let me explain this. I have been married for every bit of four years now, and I love my marriage, you know, and I, I received God's blessing when I went and got married. I, you know, went to a church, I talked to a counselor and everything like that, and, you know, I, I did that. And you want to know the funny thing, when we went to talk, my wife and I, when we went to talk to a, a counselor, He asked me this. He said, what is your relationship like with your family? Does everybody else in the family approve of this person? And at first I was adverse to it and I said, I don't think I really should care whether or not the family approves, but then I thought about it. And I said, I am joining my family together with hers. And let me tell you this, I went about it the wrong way, beloved. Right now, I don't have a connection with her family. I don't have a connection with her family at all, period. I don't. I don't have a connection with my wife's family. And I do truly regret that because she doesn't have a connection with them. And she wants to have a connection with them. And the thing about it, though, is we've given up trying. And I really do feel like we need to continue to push that ladder and try to have a good relationship with these people. See, beloved, the thing is, I am stuck in my mind. I am stuck trying to figure out exactly what it is Ally is telling me. And, and you know, it, 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 it hit me like a ton of bricks one day. I had a dream. 
I had a dream I got into a very bad car accident. And the person who came over to the side of the road to help me was one of her family members, but this person didn't know me. I had said to myself, this person looks familiar. But again, that person looked familiar to me, but that person again, I didn't know who that was. I just didn't know. And I said, but this person looks so familiar to me. 911 arrived and I was taken to the ER, but I was barely conscious. And I asked this person, can, can you please call my wife? This person picked up my phone and, you know, saw the number that said wife on it. And she called and when she looked at it, she said, wait a minute, that's my cousin. I was unconscious and she couldn't ask me was I related to her or something. And she called her and she picked up. She said, hello. She said, hey, cousin. She said, hey, what are you doing calling me? She said, well, look, I got some bad news. Your husband was in a car accident. I was driving by on my way to work, and he's on his way right now to John Hopkins Hospital, and you, you need to get down here. It's not looking too good. She got the kids together, got in the car, and rushed down here down there to the emergency room as quick as possible. Right there in that emergency room, her and her cousin buried a hatchet and they started to become a little closer. When I got out of the hospital, the cousin started calling us and babysitting the kids until I got better and then, you know, she would come by the house and everything like that and help out. And then from one cousin, it led to another and then another and then another. And eventually, we were able to get together with the whole family. I was paralyzed from the waist down and could no longer walk. So I, I, I could not work because I was a paraplegic. Now, to those of you, that, that type of dream might not sound that bad, but I'm going to tell you this now. It, 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 it is something based in reality that can happen to a lot of us. You never should agree to marry somebody until both of you have gotten to know each other's families. Because I'm telling you this now, a marriage where you bring a person into the family and that person has not even taken an opportunity to get to know your family or not, is nothing that you should do. Because then here's the worst part. What's going to happen one day when the two of you do decide to have kids? Even if you aren't able to and you do adopt, that child becomes your child, but that child now becomes the per- another person in that family. So my whole entire thing is, so what? You have your sister. Nice. But if you have multiple siblings, you have got to do right by your spouse. And you've got to do right by the person who you are calling your 
And I see y'all don't hear me. You got to do right by the one who you call your wife, your fiance. You have got to do it the correct way and say, hey, look, I'm going to have to bring this family together some way, somehow. It's not. See, so many men out here in this world are so fickle and stupid. Some of us are so damn dumb, we think we just get down on one knee and open up that box and say, will you marry me? And she says yes, and now all of a sudden all things is good in the world. But then here's the problem. We may say that, but then have you truly... Now see, y'all don't hear me? Ah, see right here. Have you done a service to your spouse? Have you? Ah, now see? See, 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 see? So many people get married without doing it the appropriate way. So many people just walk into it and think, I just want this person to spend the rest of their life with me for the rest of my life. But I'm going to tell you something. There are protocols that you have to follow when it comes to having a good marriage. Now, see, y'all not hearing me. See, y'all didn't want me to talk about this. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Y'all need to go back to bed. Let me explain this to you. Okay, Allah blesses a rightful marriage. In the Muslim faith, there is a two-week period before you are married that your fiancé must spend in the household with you before the two of you can even get married. And then on top of that, she is supposed to meet every one of your family members. Every one of them. If she has not met every one of your family members, she cannot marry you. Now, see, y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. Y'all don't want me to talk about this. See, this right here is that knowledge. This right here is the knowledge they don't want to talk about. So many people think they've done it right, but they've done it wrong. See, a marriage is not just to you. A marriage is to God. Most people who don't even believe in God don't even realize that once you do, you take those vows. It said, do sickness and health to death do us part. Now, see, I'm going to give you guys several scenarios. I'm an expert on this. I should know I've been married for four years, and I went about it wrong. And I swear to you, I wish I could redo it. I wish I could start over from day one of me and her saying I do to each other, and I would do it properly. I would wait. I would meet all the family. I would get the family together. Because see, here's the problem. You are now joining together more names of your family. At the end of the damn day, when your kids do decide to get older and they meet other people, they now will be joining other people to it. And this stuff does matter, people. Because the mixing of DNA is important. You don't want one of your kids end up sitting there and having an inbred baby with somebody that's their cousin. See, way back when I was just in middle school, I, um, I was a little cute little thing. <laughs> I was a cute little thing. Let's just say that. All the ladies loved me. Yes, they did. All the ladies loved me. I was cute to death, fresh to death, whatever you want to say. I was fly, if you want to say it that way. Anywho, so, (laughs) so, 
there was this little girl in my class, right? She remained nameless. She was in my class, and the thing about it was, she was a cute little girl, wore glasses. I thought she was cute. I was smitten. I was like, yes, I'm going to make her my girlfriend. <laughs> I had my eyes on the prize. Instead of having it on my schoolwork, I had it on her. I told myself I wanted to make that girl mine. I was determined to make that happen. We talked for a little bit and we would flirt in class and, you know, write little love notes to each other and write each other's names on each other's skin and stuff like that. We, we were truly, truly, truly in love. Then I remember, I came, I was at home, right? And this is when I got out of school. I was doing my schoolwork and, I, and my mom saw, you know, some girl name on. She said, well, little girl, you let right on you. And I told her, I said, oh yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be my girlfriend. And she said, you don't even know nothing about having no girlfriends. You need to be focusing on your daggone education. When I told her her name, she said, hold on. What's her last name? My mother actually said, did she have, what's her mama's name? And I told her her mama's name. She said, oh, oh. Now mind you, I've already, like, we've already had our first kiss. And boy, was it a long way. I mean, long and beautiful. <laughs> it was the most passionate kiss you could ever give a woman. I had my first kiss with her. And if I hadn't controlled myself, it would have went further. But my mom's said, ask her her mother's name because I need to be sure that that is exactly her mother's name. I asked her when we got back to school and came back home after school that next day and told my mom. My mother said, that's your cousin. I felt sick. I felt sick. I said, are you sure? See, at the time, my mom was doing a family tree. Have you guys ever used a website called Ancestry.com? You guys can use it. It's a very wonderful website. You know, Ancestry.com. You go to www.Ancestry.com. You can put in your information and look up all the people that were related to you by last name. Some of these people are related by marriage and stuff like that. You, you'll be surprised how many people you have in your family. <coughs> Excuse me. She showed me in the tree. And in that tree, I realized that I saw that last name and I said, oh my God. When I got to school the next day, she was wondering why I was acting so weird. 
And she would like try to hug up on me and I would stop her. She would try to kiss up on me and I would stop her. And she would just ask me, is there something she doing wrong? She was upset. And I would just tell her, no, we got to talk at, at, at recess. So when we all went outside for recess, me and her sat over there on the side of the wall and we talked. And I told her, I said, look, we can't have these kind of feelings for each other no more. And she said, why? Did I do something wrong? Or what if she was hurt? She was thinking I was breaking up with her. And I told her, I said, no, it's because we're family. And she said, what do you mean? And I told her her mom's last name, and I showed her my family tree and everything like that. And that's when she realized it. She's like, dang, things changed between me and her. It was awkward between us. We started avoiding talking to each other and, and everything like that. And we knew we had romantic feelings for each other, but we could not act on those romantic feelings because we were cousins. Now, see, my whole entire thing is this situation might not be the same for you, but it, it's possible. A lot of people have gone through stuff like this. My, my, when my wife's parents, my in-laws, they almost found out they was related. They was they said they had to look up family tree and everything like that and said, hold up, wait a minute. They saw that they weren't related. They thought they was because two names was lining up. This is the reason as to why it's important to get to know your family boy before you do decide to marry people. You can't just walk across no damn aisle and then walk down that aisle and say the I do's and don't realize that you might be marrying your cousin and wonder why all your kids coming out with three arms and four legs. It happens. You've got to know the people to whom you are marrying. There is protocol. The very first thing that is more important than anything is family. You never ask someone to marry you until you are 100% sure that they are willing to blend their family together with yours. Men, the correct protocol in order to ask somebody to marry them is that you have to go by the parents. When me and my wife decided we wanted to get married, the first thing I did was ask her parents. Now, they said no, and we still decided to get married, but I did it the appropriate way, and I asked them. I asked them. The next thing you have to do is, number two, you got to make sure that she is willing to sit down and get to know all your family members. And I mean all of them. That means she's got to get to know your brother, your sister, your aunties, your uncles, all of them. She got to get to know all of those people because now she is blending those families together. And the problem with that is regardless if the two of you believe that you should be okay to be married and it shouldn't be about family or anything like that, it is. Because it's when, the thing about marriage is that it's not about you. When it comes to two people becoming married, you are now including the family into that dynamic because you are taking that family and blending that family together. Now, see, come on now. You're taking her side of the family and putting it together with your side of the family. If these people are not willing to get down, to sit down to get to know you guys, you got to make sure that once this marriage is finalized, that y'all still make it a conservative effort to try to get these family members together to know each other. See, when my son had his third birthday, we took him to a place called Sky Zone. 
It's a nice little play area, trampoline area where the kids can, you know, jump on trampolines and stuff like that. The thing is, though, the birthday party was set up where we definitely invited a lot of her family members because me and her wanted a lot of the family to get to know each other. My mother, God bless her heart, rest in peace. <coughs> My mother had started to really get to know her side of the family. You know, my wife's side of the family. Some of her cousins came and she talked to them. Her cousin Penny came and, you know, and we, we really had a good time. We really had a good time. At this point, my wife and I were already married. And that's the thing that I'm saying. We were already married at that point. We were already husband and wife at that point. And, and, and it was important for us to really try to get the rest of the family together. You cannot justify that you love this person until you're willing to get to know their side of the family and they had to be willing to get to know your side. Now, I've heard a lot of marriages that are one-sided where you have one, only one half of the family knowing each other. You like, okay, I only know this half of the family and that's it. No, if you're going to be married, you need to make it a conservative effort for all of you to get to know each other. Point in case. If at any point of time, you and that person, if you and that person truly do love each other, you have to make sure you cross all your T's and dot all your I's. Because see, here's the thing. You never know what can happen. Suppose she's outside one day and one of your family, your family has never met her, right? And she's being attacked by somebody and one of your family members happened to be right there and they don't do nothing. That person choosing to not do nothing may have let your wife just get murdered and not realize that they let their cousin's wife get murdered. Now, should you always do something if somebody is being attacked? Yes. But if you don't have the capabilities, then don't. Call 911. Might be too late then, but hey. My entire thing is, you'll be more motivated to do it if it were somebody that was family. Suppose you guys fall on hard times. Right? Or you might need a job reference. You fashion up in school, you need a job reference. So that way you can go right ahead and, and get this nice paying job to take care of you and your family. My entire thing is all of that may come your way, be that as it may, it may come your way. But then my entire thing is when all of that may come your way, what then? Let me ask you this. Number three, should you enter into a marriage unprepared? Now, this is what I mean. A lot of us sometimes want to just make people our fiancés and then we start to figure the rest of it out later on down the road. 
we try to scoop them up because we don't want nobody else to take them. But let me tell you something. If you know you are secure in your relationship with that person, you should never into a marriage without having all your, all your T's crossed and your I's dotted. For example, do you know when you guys want to get married? Do you have a location picked down? Have you even discussed what life would be like if the two of you were married? Have you guys lived with each other for more than two weeks under the same roof? Now, see, here's my entire thing. Going to a hotel and getting the freaky freaky in is not living underneath the same roof for two weeks. You know, one thing for sure, two things for certain, my mom's. God bless her heart. I love her with all my heart. She had told me something very smart. She had taught me that you don't just straight up decide to marry somebody without even the correct understanding that you and this person really are okay with being underneath of the roof with each other. Y'all should not be able to just lay next to each other. Y'all should be able to coexist and cohabitate together. You know, you have to understand that, you know, you have to take her nuances with your nuances. So that means that whatever are some of those things that are bad that she does not like, you have to be able to have with some of those things that he that he doesn't like. Getting married is not just the simplest of things. It's not. See, so many people think that they can just do marriage whatever way they feel like it. They can just, you know, decide to just say, hey, I'm just going to go right ahead and just be like, let me just go ahead and get married and do whatever. No, it doesn't work that way. You see, it's funny to me. Now see, when you are getting married, most other siblings have a tendency to believe that it's their job to just let things be. You have some family members that don't get involved and don't, you know, that don't get involved and don't take their part into the relationship and they choose to not really say anything. They just go right ahead and let the relationship be. But let me tell you something, a good sibling or a good family member, somebody that truly does care about you, your family is going to get involved to make sure that you guys have a wonderful marriage. My wife and I, our marriage has been tremendous sometimes almost on the verge of divorce because we did not have people to be able to be there for us to talk to us, to give us that guiding information, to give us that, that understanding that this is what entails with marriage. You don't just decide, I want to just be married for no reason and just say, oh, I just want to make sure that they don't get picked up by anybody. And then next thing you know, y'all in the marriage, being married is not the same thing as being in a relationship. 
Understand that. It's two different dynamics. Being in a relationship is completely different than being married. See, when you are married, getting away from each other and deciding that, oh, you know, it's, it's gone on, like gone real. You know, nah, it's not the same. You can't just walk away. There's things that have to happen now. Where with being in a relationship is completely different. You can just walk away and both of you be happy with somebody else. No right. So there are protocols you have to follow. Beloved, understand, marriage is not easy. It's not easy at all. But it's very rewarding and it's very loving when you do it the right way. When you follow the correct protocols, when you do things the right exact way, and you put God, you put God, you put God, you put Allah in the center of your marriage. I see that's what a wonderful marriage is, wonderful. Most people always tell you to do that, but I'm going to tell you this. Number one, first and foremost, it's family. It's family. You're always going to need family. What would it look like at a marriage that the only people that was there at your wedding was literally her side of the family and that's it? (coughs) These are the first five people that you need to make sure you have a good relationship with before you decide to marry anybody. You need to make sure you have a good relationship with her mama. She need to make sure you have a good relationship with your mama. You need to make sure you have a good relationship with your father. She need to make sure she has a good relationship with your father. You need to make sure you have a good relationship with her father. Excuse me. You need to make sure she has a good relationship with your siblings. If you have any siblings. You need to make sure you have a good relationship with her siblings. If she has any siblings. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do right by these five people. You are not going to have a good marriage. Your marriage is going to fall apart. Now you probably wonder what does it have to do with them. It's the simple fact that they're going to be around. They're going to be around. And because you are bringing her side of the family over to your side of the family, you are now blending these extra people. And if those siblings of yours have siblings, they have to be part of it. Because at the end of the day, you don't want their kids end up mating with your wife's kids and you end up having inbreded cousins or you don't want them inbreed with your wife's cousin's kids which means that you got other cousins that should not be that is the reason why that's the reason why it's important Ah, see, <laughs> this is the, this is that knowledge. This is that knowledge, man. I'm telling you right now, right now, now, right now, this is the reason as to why it's important. It is. This is the reason as to why it's important. My brother did the exact same thing and is making that exact same mistake. And the worst part about it is the one of knowledge, the one of wisdom, me. I chose to say nothing. Why? Because I have an ignorant sister 
who spews ignorance in my family and has spewed ignorance in my family since the day she was born, trying to control things. And she's always been trying to control my family since day one. She's been trying to control me and my brother, and she has no love towards my older sister. She's been bringing nothing but turmoil to my family, and she's been doing this all her life. So, my brother chooses to listen to her. I'm going to let him. And if his relationship does not work out, well, then that's on her. Sometimes you have to let people fall flat on their face. He wants to do marriage the wrong way. He's going to find that if it's not done the correct way, it's going to fall apart. That's just one example, beloved. So what is important to you? Thank you all for being on my show today. Jumbo al-Kibarada Sabori to each and every one of you. As-salamu alaykum. Ar-Akbar. Go with the great Allah and his peace and knowledge and may he guide you all the days of your life.